This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water, vitamin water. Regular water, vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso. Um, congrats to the Nuggets. I'm assuming they won. <laughs> whatever, whatever game it is they played as by the time start, this comes out. That's what we start with. Congrats to the Nuggets. They're doing awesome this year. Oh, man, I like the Nuggets this year. I've... I feel like I feel bad because it's the one team that I just believe in right now. It's the one team. Yeah, everyone else has let me down. Uh, I mean, but who's your main team, Nuggets? Usually, it's the Broncos. I, I, feel I mean, like, basketball wise. Oh, basketball. Yeah, because if we're talking football, like we're not even going to talk. <laughs> I want to be happy this podcast. <laughs> I want to be happy. Um, no, basketball. It's always been the Nuggets until mm. it gets to the playoffs, and, and then, it's, then the it's the Warriors. That's me too. <laughs> That's me too. Uh, Shouts to H two O. I'm feeling very healthy. See what I did there? Oh. Health. Oh, I like how you uh, segued that. You were getting in our health bag this episode, Dave. Yep, that's right. Um, for the people who don't know. When my sports teams win, uh, that's good for my health, too. It is. But I'm Graffiti. I'm Davey. This is our new intro. We just start the show on y'all. Yep. Um, if y'all want the music back, let us know. Um, and I'll think about doing it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll think about putting the music back. But now we just get straight to the conversation. But we got another special guest in the building, or should we say we're in their building yeah. this episode. Very excited. So like I said, we're getting in our in our health bag. So we definitely want to talk about the importance of health insurance. Something we definitely, definitely need to spread the word on. And we got the man right here to do it. Yeah. Y'all make some noise for Kevin Patterson. Hey. Hey, how you doing, bro? I'm great. I wasn't expecting that. That's a raucous applause. Right? <laughs> I like that. Thank it you. did sound way louder than the, than the crowd is. <laughs> it might be the uh, acoustics. Yeah, yeah. Could be. So Appreciate the, y'all coming out. Sorry. No problem. Thank no, you thank for having you. us. Uh, so for the people who don't know, just let them know a little bit about yourself and what you do. Of course. Um, again, Kevin Patterson, CEO of Connect for Health Colorado. That's Colorado State-based Marketplace Exchange. And so for some folks, we're the ones that's like healthcare.gov does a lot of 38 other states. We're one of the 12 that has our own state-based marketplace. So the work that we do is specifically and uniquely catering to what's going on in Colorado. And so we have a little more flexibility, can do some things that our customers like to do, and, we, and we're closer to our customers so we can actually get messaging that actually resonates with them. Right. Mm. Makes sense. So I guess as far as uh, in, in terms of health care, I guess what, what, is, what does that mean? Is it just going to the doctor? Is it just overall health? Is it? Man, that's a big question. Um, I, I think it's interesting. So let's, let's, let's talk about health insurance because okay. what we do is provide the tax credit to make health insurance more affordable. All right. And so a lot of people will come to me and they say, well, Kevin, I got that health insurance and I didn't use it. And I'm like, what, what do you mean you didn't use your health insurance? And they said, well, I got sick and, you know, or didn't, I just didn't go to the doctor and I, I just don't understand what I'm paying for. And I said, okay, l- let me try this again. I said, you have car insurance, right? They said, yeah. I said, well, do you take off your uh, seatbelt and run into something so you can use your car insurance? <laughs> and they said, well, no, that doesn't make any sense. Why would – oh, so I, I think we have to begin, especially in the African-American community, it's really about thinking of it as part of your financial stability, right? right? And so what, what does health insurance help you protect you from? And so that's like a catastrophic diagnosis. You know, you get a cancer diagnosis, God forbid, or you, you're trying to deal with diabetes, hypertension. Mm-hmm. But you, then you start figuring out that you use it. 
but you use it differently than just going to the emergency room. It's about right. making smarter choices, trying to be clear about how your population health, you know, what are you eating? How are you staying active, drinking enough water? All those kinds of things, I think, become really important. So it's a, it's a huge conversation mm. that I think people it gets sometimes a little overwhelming, and they're like, I just don't know what to do. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm like, well, if that's working, that's great. If it's not, then you might want to think about trying something else. So, but let's let's get into what your questions are because I'm excited. Oh yeah, definitely. So but no, that was that was important right there because I mean that will avoid everybody doing a GoFundMe for uh, <laughs> for, when, for when your homeboy got to get buried. Oh, we gotta, st- we or, gotta stop doing it or get sick. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, that happens a lot actually. Yeah, a lot. So why do so why should I have healthcare if I'm just you know if I'm a relatively young person I don't get sick and let's just say I just don't see the need for it. I don't go to the doctor. So why, why would, why would healthcare be important to me? So I, I think you have to think of it just as if you're buying anything else. Right. And so you're thinking it's protection. That's the first part of it. Okay. So I, I get that, you know, relatively young, relatively healthy, not really worried about chronic conditions. I get that, but there are different levels that you can buy. It's kind of like saying, even with our auto insurance, you know, mm-hmm. you've got, Straight liability that the state tells you you have to do. But you also have comp and collision, and you can have different deductibles that you want to pay out of pocket for the different kinds of things that will happen to your car. So if you you put a lot of money in your car, you probably are thinking, well, you know, I don't want to have to be worried about a $1,000 deductible, or I got $1,000 here, I can do the deductible. So people think of it in those terms, but they don't think about it the same way with health. But if you're saying, okay, I want to manage my monthly expense, I can buy like a bronze plan, which will just protect you from the catastrophic pieces. But if you want, it'll get a few preventative care cases in there just in case you come down with bronchitis or something like that. Okay. Um, so you, you can think of it that way. Or you can think of it as I have an active lifestyle. I'm longboarding. I'm uh, on a snowboard. I'm right. on skis. Right. You might want to think about it because <laughs> that flight for life bill ain't no joke. Mm. And if you're in one of those places, that's the way they're going to get you out because you can't drive in and drive out. So you have to be really careful to think about how I live versus how risky that behavior is, not in a bad terms, but just in terms of how much is it a risk to your financial standpoint. And you just have to, you just have to make decisions. That, that's what I want to make sure people at least think about it. Okay. And that's interesting, too, now that you're saying that and I'm listening to you say it. It's like, I mean, I personally have health insurance, but just in general, it's like we'll put insurance on our iPhone. We'll, we'll put insurance on everything, yeah. but won't have health insurance. Mm. Why do you think that is? Oh, man, I, I, that's a good question. Um, I think it, if it's not some, well, I think there's two reasons. One, people will pay what they can afford. Uh, and so for fun, some folks, I kind of get it. If, if it's this is all I have left over at the end of the month, I'm just trying to keep everybody clothed and sheltered and fed. I get it. No, no judgment there. But if you're thinking about how you do take care of all these other things, I just hope we take a little more time to think about our bodies in a way because you can go get another iPhone. Mm. If you total your car like my oldest did, oh. there's another one. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it happens. Uh, that's another long story. It's not pertinent <laughs> to today. Uh, but it would be funny. Um, but, but we can't get another body. So we have to begin to think about how do we take care of our bodies in a way that it's the only one we're going to get, and the longer you have it, you're going to need more maintenance. So you just right. need to think about, you know, you, 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 I guess you can 
wait on some new organs, but I don't think you want to be on that list. Right. Right. Nope. I, I mean, I've seen people with, with dealing with that. It, that's, that's not, that's not good. Yeah, man. Take care of your body. People like you do your car and don't crash it. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> we get a heavy, a heavy push in a lot of combos circulating, circulating around health insurance around mm-hmm. the end of the year, beginning of the year. Why is that? Because health insurance is based on the calendar year. Right. And so it starts in January, it goes to uh, December 31st. And so all the carriers are getting ready to say, okay, next year, calendar year, this is how we're going to rate. They figure out their pricing. They figure out who's covered, who's not, what happens to a life change event. Like you have a baby, you get married. All those things are based on the calendar year. So everybody's doing a lot of this work, whether it's Medicare, us on the individual market, group markets. All those different insurance companies are—they just do the work on on that cycle, and and that's just the way gotcha. that is done. We've we've talked about it, and there was a bill in Colorado legislature two or three years ago that talked about moving everybody to like their birthdays when they do it. And for the carriers, it's just difficult because they can't manage how they pay because they pay by year. Right. And so if the claim happens in a year, they collect the premium in a year. They have to segregate it to say this is the year we have to pay for these bills. Gotcha. That's just the way it works. Makes sense. So speaking of, of legislation, I know that there's been I know that healthcare has been a, a huge thing in terms of politics and the way that people have been. It has. Uh, <laughs> people have been voting. A bit. And it's, it's caused quite a stir. So for people who may have not been keeping up or for people who just might think, you know, all of this stuff is confusing. So what does the current legislation, how does that affect healthcare right now? Man, that's a big one, too. So I, I walk into. Uh, the Ministers Alliance here in Denver, and it's mostly African-American pastors, and uh, generally it's folks in northeast Denver where we typically have lived in in Denver, Um, but that's demographically different now. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're coming in, and I'm talking to them about getting ready for open enrollment, and they're like, well, Kevin, man, we thought you were gone. And I I couldn't get mad at them because when you watch the news – it's all it was about was that repeal and replace, repeal and mm, replace. And right. so they're like, well, they, they passed something in the House. It must be done. And the political process, while it m- makes a lot of bluster, it usually takes a lot longer than people anticipate as well. And so interestingly enough, I was actually in, D- in D.C. the day the House passed that, kind of saw some of the back and forth of that. Since it didn't go through the Senate, it really didn't change the core part of what's in the Affordable Care Act. We still are here providing assistance to folks so they can – find a way to make their health care more affordable on a monthly basis. Okay. So we still have the tax credit. It's still there. There's rules that are being changed, and we're working with the administration around how our comments do or don't. You know, we may or may not agree with certain pieces of what they're saying, mm-hmm. but the biggest portion of this is we're still here. We're still available. We're still able to help people get affordable health care. Mm-hmm. Is, I guess, proper. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but is the proper term still Obamacare? It's a political term. Uh, it depends on where you are, to be honest with you, and how mm. people react to that. Right. Okay. Uh, in some communities, they get it, and they're like, oh, great. In some communities, they're like, oh, what? You what? And so, <laughs> right. That's well, why I asked that. <laughs> I mean, it, it re- I'm just going to be honest with you. It really depends on where I am on whether how, how I use those, those words. And so for me, it's about saying we're the Affordable Care Act. We're here to provide tax credits to people so they can find a way to make their health care more affordable. People don't argue with that. Gotcha. Because it doesn't matter if I'm in Denver or if I'm on the western slope. People are talking about the high, care, high cost of health care. And that is something every party is dealing with. Gotcha. They get home later like, oh, they got me on Obamacare. <laughs> <laughs> so how do um, – I, I guess so how do people get on 
healthcare? How can people uh, utilize Connect for Health? Is it something where do you have to have a job to have it? Could you be unemployed? Could you be self-employed, underemployed? So there, let me take a step back okay. and try to explain sort of the continuum. Okay. Because it, it, it's, it's all, it's, it's kind of a, it's a longer story. So I'm a, bear with me just for a minute. Oh, sure thing. Um, so you have to understand there's Medicaid for folks from zero to 100% of poverty. Okay. So these are true, true poor folks that just are, are struggling, right? Okay. And then there's the Medicaid expansion. They're for people over 100% up to about 138 so those are the folks that are on the Medicaid side of the fence. Okay. So they'll they'll go through Health One, Health First Colorado. They changed the name of Medicaid. So they'll go through the state, and we have to do their eligibility over there as a state of Colorado. For folks above that 138 uh, as adults, they are they can come to us and they get a tax credit. Oh, okay. And, and so it works a little bit differently because the Medicaid looks at monthly income in the past because they look backwards in time. We look at annual salary, and we project in the future. So mm. we're temporarily in two different planes of existence. That makes sense. Right? It's, it's just kind of the way they wrote the legislation, and it, that's the way tax credits work. And so you can say, if I'm a self-employed person, here's what I think I'm going to make next year, which is sometimes tough to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you say, this is kind of what I made last year, I don't see any real big changes, I'm projecting I'll make about the same, they typically come through us uh, to get health care because they are working their up a little bit on the on the poverty level. And what we typically see are folks that actually underestimate their availability for help. They're saying, oh, well, I don't, I make too, I, I got a job. I'm on, I, don't, I can't get this government assistance. And it's like, well, it's a tax credit, just like it is on your home or on your farm equipment. It's just, it's just in the tax code. Okay. Um, so what we try to make sure people understand is, yeah, this is for working people um, mm. to make sure that they can bring down the cost of, of health care. And so for me, it's just, hey, I've got something. I got a coupon. Mm. I got a sale for you. You know, just come check out our price and see if this works for you. That's really what we try to do. And so for those folks, 100% up to 400% of poverty, oh. there, it's a sliding scale of how much availability that you that you have. So it's be the tax credit. And folks on the far end, uh, closer to that 138%, they get a cost share reduction, which is additional money that helps pay down uh, deductibles, any other out-of-pocket costs to try to make their access to care a little easier as well. Okay. Gotcha. So if I'm young man walking around without health insurance, and I know I need it, and I keep hearing about it, and I'm like, all right, let me just go get it. What makes me want to get it through Connect for Health Colorado? I think our big driving force is that tax credit that makes it affordable. Uh, this year, it's really different because we did something that they call silver loading. So we loaded a lot of the increases on the silver plan, which is the index that they use for how much assistance people can get. What that means is that there are some bronze plans, because they have them on metal tier, bronze, mm-hmm. silver, and gold. Um, so if you get a, a, a lower-cost bronze plan, some of those plans are $0 premium. Mm. Some may go up to $50. There's a couple of folks that I've seen already this year that are getting $0 silver but even so that's if you're not planning to use it. You just like I just want to protect myself from right. something because I'm on a skateboard or on a snowboard or on skis or I hike, I climb rocks like a friend or a friend in the room does that I don't quite understand. But you know, if you're if you're an active person that does all this stuff or you're hiking out there and a cougar finds you, you know, you want to have some health insurance. The animal. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <right>. the animal. <laughs> See, what you, other one? you set me up. <laughs> That was funny. Uh, okay. 
So yeah, as far as um, uh, so open enrollment. So you can't just get health insurance any time of the year, right? There's a there's normally a a, a period that's available where you can sign up. That that is very correct. And so for us, it runs from November first. Uh, to December 15th if you want your coverage to start on January 1st. But you can go until January 15th uh, in Colorado if you wanted to start on February. So we, we at least have a little bit of time so folks can get through the holidays and try to make sure that they still have 11 months of coverage. Okay. So by, so December 15th is the deadline. That is for 1-1 one, one coverage. Okay, for one of the coverage. And, and that's especially true for folks that have chronic conditions or they know they've got to keep their medication going. You know, if you're on your... Uh, high blood pressure medicine, you don't want to miss that month because you're going to have a problem for January. So we want to make sure people come through and get 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 through as quickly as possible so they don't have a break in coverage. Okay. Awesome. So what are, what are some of the things that um, just shopping for health care and health coverage, what are the, some of the things that I should be, you know, weary about or or be concerned about, or what are some of the things that you've seen that often get overlooked when people are shopping for health insurance? Um, I, I think it's important for folks not to just shop on the premium, the, mm. uh, the monthly um, premium cost, because if if you do that, you might save some money every month, but you have a surprise on the bill when you actually go in and use it. I, I had a lady, I never will forget this, first year I'm in this job, she called and she's mad at me, and she says, Kevin, I tried to save $4 a month on this premium, and we went in. My, my husband got sick. We went to the emergency room, and I got this $50,000 bill. And she was mad at me, and I said, I, I, I'm sorry. I wish I, I wish I could help you, but, you know, you've got to be careful. Saving a few dollars, $4 a month on the premium might tra- transition into a $50,000 bill. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure that you're looking at what your out-of-pocket costs are, uh, we have a tool that's on our website that can kind of help people kind of think about it, whether awesome. you're a, a low, a medium, or a high user of healthcare, to kind of think about what doctors are in the system and, and under your, in your network because you got to make sure you're in your network based on the carry you pick or out of your network because you'll pay two different rates for that. Uh, if you're on a prescription, is that script in your formulary? We've got a tool that can help make sure that the plan you pick actually has what you're looking for. Because those are the things that really are important to customers, and we want to make sure that we're making that information available to them in real time. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. I see. So we're hearing all this, and the listeners are hearing all this, and they're getting all this good information. But what if you're just lost? Like, how do you find information about Connect for Health or sure. health insurance in your community? So for us, it's connectforhealthco.com. Uh, okay. We have a lot of information on the website, we're trying to get our social game up a little bit more. We've had these interesting YouTube videos that kind of explain some of the terms that are in health insurance that people don't use in their normal vernacular. Uh, you don't go to a dinner party and start talking about coinsurance. And, <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> deductibles, out-of-pocket costs. You know, those aren't things that you talk about during the holiday party. Right. So, you know, we've got little videos that kind of explain some of those things in a quick, cute kind of fashion that – I. I think keeps people engaged in it, but we're also looking for different ways to continue to get the message out. So I think, you know, this is, is extremely important. Um, so you can go through the website, you can call uh, 1-855-PLANS-4-U. Uh, that's a way if you want to talk to somebody, there's an opportunity to do that. But if you are if you don't know where to start and it's overwhelming because it can be, um, you know, you can find a broker or an assister in your neighborhood. We have them all over the state. Oh. Uh, you can talk to somebody in person and say, look, I, I don't even know where to start. Can you help me figure out what's going on? And somebody can kind of talk you through what's going on with you, your family, 
Um, I mean, I've seen the entire household show up at one of these meetings when I was in Al- Alamosa yeah. and just walking them through how to take care of the family. And it was just amazing to watch how much care it takes to kind of get through those. Um, but it's important because people just need to know, okay, what, what, am, I, what, what am I up against? And, right. and how do I make these decisions? Because they're very important decisions, and they, they have right. huge implications. And they're, you know, behind your house, sometimes these health costs are, are at or above what you're paying per month. And some, some parts of the state, I, I've heard people tell me, you know, my health insurance bill was larger than my mortgage. Mm-hmm. And so we got to make sure we help people understand that they're making the right choices for them. It's mm. important. Yeah. Um, so to get a little bit political, it, it would seem almost like a no-brainer that something like the Affordable Health Care Act would be necessary. But we've seen, like, in the news and just from the political spectrum that – people there are certain people that have been against it or they don't they don't want it or you know they they feel like it's socialism so what has been this this pushback towards the uh affordable health care act why why does it seem like people are against it uh, so you're going to you're going to force me to try to read mine <laughs> to figure out intent uh, and that's very difficult if you're outside the criminal justice system because I think if you're trying to figure out intent, you sometimes get lost on what your goal should be. Mm. So I'm not actually going to go down that road. Okay. Uh, but I, I think what's important is, you know, what we're trying to do here is be available for the folks that are in our neighborhoods within our state. Uh, we think we have an, an opportunity to help them live better lives. And as long as we're able to do that, and I don't see that changing anytime soon, we're going to continue to have our messaging out there, make sure that we're talking to people. I mean, I've talked to too many people that have uh, figured out in time cancer diagnoses, Mm. uh, and they've saved their lives. Uh, Things that were going on with their cardiovascular system that saved their lives. People that had mobility issues that now have prosthetic devices and they're able to live fuller lives. So for me, it's more about how do I support more people that are living that way right. than to get caught up in the maelstrom mm. of what happens inside the beltway. Mm. That makes sense for sure. That's real. All right, so now I'm sold. I'm going to get my health insurance. I got my, I got my car insurance. I got my iPhone insurance. Now I need to get my health insurance. How do I enroll? So any way that you want to do it, we've got a, a multiple uh, avenues. You can do it online, connectforhealthco.com. You can call one eight five five plans for you, the number four, um, and and we are just trying to make sure that we're available. However, you want to come in. If you want to go to a broker and a sister, we've got a list of those on our website that you can find them uh, by your zip code. You know, we we can send you to somebody. It, it, there's a number of different ways. So whatever's cuff, comfortable to customers, we we think we have the majority of the ways that are effect, uh, have been effective, and people have been happy about getting through. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Let's talk about you a little bit. Oh. What, what got you into the insurance world? Oh, good Lord. Um, <laughs> so before – so I started out as a seventh-grade English teacher on the north side of Houston. Nice. Okay. Never thought this job – this job did not exist. So it's not like this is something I was growing up saying this is what I wanted to do. But I always wanted to find something where I felt like I was giving back, doing for the community – having some sort of higher purpose to what I'm doing. Right. Uh, and so I've moved from that to coming up to Colorado where I worked for uh, Governor Romer doing it for uh, three years in the city and county of Denver where I went from a budget analyst all the way to managing general services. And then I was manager of parks and recreation uh, for a couple of years under Hickenlooper. Uh, 
he decided to run for governor. Um, that was fun. Um, <laughs> and then I was deputy chief of staff for him and uh, ran a few departments over there. And then this opportunity came. Uh, the board came to me and said, you know, I think you could help. Uh, I said, okay. Uh, it was just a very different way to, to, to try to find a, a way to serve. And, and that's what I've been doing. Nice. So not, not a des- design, but it was um, at least not mine. I'll say it that way. Right, it was not right. my design. So, But it worked out. Yeah. What do you think has been some of the most eye-opening or revealing experiences as you've uh, kind of gotten into the, the healthcare industry? Wow. Like maybe you thought something was a certain way, and then once you're now immersed in it, it's like, wow, there's actually more that that goes into it, or this is completely opposite of what I thought it was from the outside perspective. You know, I, I think coming into here, you know, I, it's not like I had a deep health insurance background mm-hmm. other than being a customer, and I'd bought health insurance since 1989, so I've been buying health insurance a long time. Okay. But I think having that customer perspective actually was probably the best thing coming into this job because I said, well, what does this mean for the customers if we do this? Mm. Does the customer experience get better, worse? What, what, how are we prioritizing? And so it really helped us, I think, focus around, okay, we need to do what's best for the customer, and we'll figure out some of these other things. Because if the customer's happy, one, they'll come back. Right. Two, they don't call legislators. Uh, and, and three, you know, they, they're going to find ways to be supportive of us. And so we've been able to actually gain traction in a number of different areas because we've been focused around what's important to customers. Now, have we gotten everything right? No. But every year we're getting a little bit better at it. And so to me, you know, getting now to see our stakeholder community not be necessarily antagonistic about what we're doing, but actually finding ways to kind of partner with us has been a really, really f- uh, a breath of fresh air. Mm. That's awesome. And, and you, you did mention one thing, uh, calling legislator, uh, legislators. How do we support initiatives like these and uh, operations like these for the future? Because as, as different things change, we, we want to make sure that these types of opportunities are available. So how do we, as, as customers, as a community, as voters, how do we make sure that these things stay in place? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a very pertinent question. One, you got to vote. Okay. Two, you got to stay engaged between when you vote. And, and I think, you know, sometimes we think that, well, I voted, now I'm done. Right. Like, no. Actually, you they need to hear from you after you vote for them so they know mm. that the people that did vote for them have an opinion about what they should be thinking on certain issues. It, it That's just the natural way it's supposed to work. Right. Um, and so I think people need to continue to be engaged in the conversation and, and make sure they understand the things that are important to them. They just speak on them. They don't need to speak to everything. Just speak to the issues that are important to you. That, that's all you need to worry about. Mm. Speak to the issues that are important to you. I just took that as a message. I'm going to stop talking so much. <laughs> 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 I'm just sitting here thinking about a Facebook post right now. Like, man, why y'all don't go get some health insurance? But I'm going to explain it properly and speak to the things that are important to me. Mm-hmm. But on that note, one piece of advice, knowledge, last thing you need to say about health care to anybody out there listening that's still kind of just like, ah, I'll save that money. What would that be? Don't be penny wise and pound foolish. Mm-hmm. You know, I I hear so many times you know, people making that decision. And if you have it, you you might want to think about putting it out there because you've got to be able to protect yourself from something that could take your house. 
mm. uh, because medical bankruptcies, you know, were at a at a high at the beginning of when when we started with the Affordable Care Act, and we've cut that into you know less than half. Wow. Half of those are around, and so these are real issues that people are dealing with. And you know, you get that twenty, forty, fifty thousand dollar bill, and you're like, well, what am I supposed to do with that? So I just want to make sure people are informed that they make the right choices. If you can't, if you just can't figure it out, just come to us and see if there's a, a help that's available. If we can help you, we'll. If it's not us, we'll get you to the Medicaid side to make sure you can. I just don't want people to be to go out there uncovered. Mm. Gotcha. Don't be out there uncovered. That's real. Yeah. And then one more time, how can people connect with you guys? How can people connect with Connect for Health? <laughs> connect for Connect for Health Co dot com one eight five five plans for you. Uh, brokers, assisters, you know, check our website out. We've got multiple ways to get you the information. If you've got questions and you don't want to talk to somebody, you know, we, we can certainly figure out a way to make that work too. I, I, I get it. Uh, nobody loves being on the phone anymore. I, 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 I understand that. And so if we're, we're trying to find ways to serve folks in the, in the way that works for them. Awesome. Gotcha, man. Cool. We got anything to plug? Uh, also check out uh, lifeisdope.shop. Yeah, you see these fancy duds that are... It's hoodie season. Get your hoodie, beanie. Stay warm out here, man. And life is dope apparel. Man. <laughs> uh, hope we hope that you guys enjoyed our uh, 100th episode. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That, that was that was a blast. Yeah, yeah. we had a great time. Yeah, that was amazing. Of... Thanks for coming out, everybody. That yeah. was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that's it. Yeah, man. Life is dope podcast. Let's make some noise for Kevin Patterson. Hey, thank you. Hey, thank you. Appreciate you. I'm thank Graffiti, you. and I'm Davey. Skirt. We out. It's premiere week on the Kelly Clarkson Show. And we've got music's biggest stars all week long. Performances by John Legend, Little Big Town, Machine Gun Kelly, and Common. And appearances by Usher, Josh Groban, Queen Latifah, and more. Get ready, y'all. The Kelly Clarkson Show. All new season two. Weekdays at 3 on NBC Bay Area. This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water. Vitamin water. Regular water. Vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso.